this with you, man. It, this body has impacted my whole church. I watch my body. I have, let me get my emotions together right quick because it's, it's very impacting for me to be here. Uh, I have watched the people I deal with and the people I work with love Pastor Josh. Pastor Josh just came in. You got to understand now, Pastor Josh is a country boy. And uh, I'm a low third. I'm originally from low third. And deer hunter, never, never hunted. You know, my brothers them did, but I never did. And this guy, we seem like we have nothing in common, but we have everything in common. Uh, he was able to love beyond physical, uh, uh, the failures. He was able to see the best in me. But it also impacted me and impacted my family, also impacted my church. My church, there's two guys, there's really three guys there, but definitely it's another guy in here too is connected with us. It's Ben Lawrence, and Ben is in the front over here and been such an impact to the, the ministry. This whole body, Richard, I can just go through the bill. There's so many people in this body has impacted Global Impact Ministry. And, uh, man, we owe you our lives. And we will, we will, let me say this, we would lay down our life. If anybody would ever put their hands on your pastor, Listen to me. They'll come from all over. You'll see, where did these black folks come from? <laughs> they will hurt you over, Pastor Josh. They will, I mean, these guys. Let me just tell you a little about me. I'm from a law enforcement family. My daddy was a, uh, retired from the sheriff's department, then he retired from being a federal marshal. And I had another brother retired from the city police department. Another brother that was on the city police department that he just moved on. But I grew up in a law enforcement family. Um, so I, was grew, I grew up in a very disciplined environment. You know, my family, I just want you to have, I never did drugs in my life. Drank a lot, like water in the fish, but uh, I never did drugs. So I kind of grew up around stuff, seeing stuff, seeing the law enforcement side, seeing uh, the people that hustle side. I kind of seen both of them. And uh, so I never thought I would be doing this. I went to college for a whole different thing. Finished college, going on a whole different quest. But what changed me, and I got I to gotta just let you know a little about me before I can get started. What changed me was when I was in college, a guy came to me, and he began to talk to me about Jesus, which I grew up around. I grew around Christians. I've been in, the, in his house. I've been in God's house. I never wanted anything to do with him. I had such hate toward him. I'm explaining toward God. I didn't want nothing to do with him. Nothing at all to do with him. So this guy talking to me about God, and I knew I was hurting inside. I knew I felt alone. I knew I felt abandoned. I knew I felt uh, uh, yet moving in life, but no peace. And this guy saw, yo, this kid, this guy, we're in college. This is a grown man. He's smiling. Every time I see him smile, I just get so mad. I say, why are you smiling so much? I literally, I would talk like this to him. I was so rough and hard. I say, why are you smiling to me? I'm tired of seeing you smiling. I say some foul language with that. Oh, yeah, let me just say this. Forgive me if I'm rough and, right, and abrupt and I sound harsh. I'm not trying to hurt nobody in here. And if it sounds kind of, ooh, that's too harsh, just bear with me here. Forgive me as we go on, you know, because I may sound like that. I deal with a, a group of guys. that I deal with some rough people in life and drug dealers, hustlers. People who selling themselves on the street. So I deal with a lot of rough people. So I may sound a little, a little rough, okay? But this guy, this guy said, Cedric, 
you need to give your life to Jesus. He wants to live in you. I say, man, I know about him. I don't want nothing to do with that. And he would never give up on me. His love was so beautiful. You can see his love on the flesh. I mean, you can actually see love manifesting through him. And he would, I would be mean to him on purpose. I see him coming from class, and I run out there, and I say, look at this. He up here telling all happy and everything, and I'm miserable, and he's smiling. And I'm like, ooh, let me do something. Make a I said, where are you going? I get in front of him. What you doing all that smile? Why are you skipping? You're a grown man. Why are you skipping? I ain't never seen a grown man skip. This like, listen, y'all, this is how you doing. He going to class like this. Who does that? So I said, I said, man, what? till one day I was at my lowest because I used to deal with a spirit of loneliness. So I was in my dorm room, and I'm laying there, and I had my own room to myself, and I'm laying there, and this thing was on me. And I go to walk outside, and he caught me. He said, Cedric, who's on the step. He said, no, I met him. I said, you know what, man? I met him. I said, uh, I think I'm ready to do that. I just knew I needed that. I knew something was getting ready to transpire within me. And I knew something was getting ready to happen soon. I'm a kind of person that I believe if you're going to go for the world, go all the way for the world. Be the biggest hustler, selling dope, smoking, pot, whatever it is. You're going to do it. If you're going to drink alcohol, drink alcohol. Go all the way if you're going to go for the devil. But if you're going to go for God, go all the way with God. It ain't no lukewarm stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So he says, Cedric, you can, you can give your life to him right, near, right here on the spot. He said, invite him inside. No, first he said, let me go get this piece of paper. I said, forget that paper. You say it from your heart. He wanted to go get a track. I don't know if y'all know about them tracks. I'm 55 years old, so we had, I'm a, we had tracks back then. I said, forget that track. Lead me into uh, to knowing Jesus. Time I invited him inside me. He, he led me to the sinner's prayer. He said, I gave my life. I said, Jesus, I give you my life. I invite you inside of my body. I make you Lord of my life. I heard about you. I know about you. I've been in, even in your house. I want to know you. And I, man, y'all, it was like putting a glove. Like, you know how you put a glove on? That's, I felt just like he came inside of me. I knew it. I say, what is this? I could feel my change. I said, what is this? I said, I can feel him. I can feel him. I can feel him. I went through the college. <laughs> These people must have thought I was crazy. He said, this Negro that lost his mind. <laughs> I'm running through college. I gave my life to Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus. I'm telling all of them. They're looking at me. Cedric, what is wrong with you? Because the school I was at was very uh, wealthy people. And they, it was just a different vibe there. Let me leave it at that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling them, that, and they, they looking at Cedric, you must have lost your mind. I say, listen, I gave my life to Christ. I gave my life. He's in me. He's in me. I'm running to each dorm room because I knew a lot of people. I was very popular in college. So they all listening, but they were shocked. I go back, and look what your dad said. Oh, if I say dad, I'm talking about God. Here, and I'm going to show you why. If I say dad, I'm talking about God. If I say God, I'm talking about dad, okay? He said this to me. He said, I say, who are you? He, the reason why I said this, he said this to me. He said, he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Your God said that to me. I said, that's what got me. I said, who are you that can say that to me? That's when he said, I'm God, and I'm your dad from now on. My real dad died when I was three years old, and I heard a bunch of uh, ministers when I was growing up Preach a sermon. Huh, huh, huh. I don't know if y'all know that about Baptist churches. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. 
Y'all catch on. Y'all catch on. Stay with me. Look, look. He preached a sermon. And God took your dad home. God took him. And, and I say, who in the world? When I was three years old, my brother was six. We grew up saying, who in the world want to serve a God that would take him from, take their dad from them? My sister was 10. My brother's six. I'm four. And what kind of God would do that? So me and my brother grew up hating God, didn't want nothing to do with him. So when he came to me, he knew what to say to me. And then, look, 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 this is going to catch you. He said, he said, I never leave you or abandon you. And when he said that, I mean, it impact my life. I say, I, matter of fact, I didn't believe it to the fullness. But it, just him saying that to me kind of shook me up. So I kind of backed up. And that's when I say, okay, I want to know who you are. I don't want to know about your power. That's what I said to him. God, I want to know about how powerful you are. I want to know about your anointing. I want to know about your glory. I don't want to know nothing about none of that stuff. I don't want to know how, how, how your miracles work. I don't want to know none of that. I just want to know what makes you you. I want to know the essence of who you are, what drives you. Why would you send your only son on the earth for me? What kind of being are you? What kind of... Uh, 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 God could do that. Tell me who you're. And he started telling me, which lead me why he, what he wanted me to talk to you about today is knowing who we are, having confidence in God. Once you find out who he is, it changes your world. It changes your life. I didn't seek his hands. I didn't seek no money. I didn't seek all this stuff with people going to God for. I don't even, man, I never asked. I wouldn't ask him for nothing but more about him. I say, tell me who you are. I say, okay, why you did this? Why are you like this? And you say, son, I am agape. I'm love. That is what motivates me. Your faith cannot even move unless love is motivating it. You cannot do anything in God unless love is behind it. If you try to do anything without love, it sins. Love is what motivates him. Love is what drives him. Love is what causes him to do what he do. That's the same thing with you. The reason why you do, why you're here right now is because love is inside of you, pulling you, leading you here. I like what the scriptures say. They say, anybody being Christ Jesus, a new creature, and all things have passed away, and all things have become new. You're a new being. Your spirit now is just like your daddy. Your spirit is just like, your spirit is love. Just like when you became born again, you took on that love. The love that's in your God is now in you. The same thing that caused Jesus from raised from the dead, that, that power, that love, is in your body right now. It's what you're going to do with it. How you're going to impact lives. Let me lead you to this. A lot of people don't understand what love is, so they think uh, how many women they get. I told you I could be a little rough. I, think I, I feel like I'm at home. I can say this. Some men think I got the more women I get. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I feel good about it. Listen, you deceive. That's not love. That's called lust. A lot of women say, ooh, I get me a good, ooh, get me a good man, a good, ooh, a millionaire. Get me a good man that can take care of me. Ooh, my God. Ooh, I love him. What do you love about him? He takes care of me. That ain't love. Because he can take care of you. You saying you in love with him? Oh, he's good looking. That's why you love him. Oh, I'm sorry. It ain't the, it ain't the physique. Okay. Well, Cedric, it's not that. It's not all of that. It's a, it's sometimes it's about the, uh, what he can do for me. He's got, a, he's got a good head on his shoulder. See, love has nothing to do with how much they love you. It's got to do with you, how much you love them. I learned this about agape. In first, can you bring that up? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I'm going to show you who God is 
and then I'm going to show you who you are. If you grab a hold of this, it'll change the whole world. A lot of people in this room, I can smell it in the room good, but I also can smell the, the little hate. Not with me, thank God, <laughs> but with other people that's in your life right now. Could be your son. Because I think I got a, recently got upset with my son. I, you know, I had to repent, you know what I'm saying, uh, about something. You know, kids, money, okay. But still, I had to get myself back together and control the flesh. The flesh is what you fight against that tries to stop you from walking in agape. He said, look, it's so crucial that you walk in the spirit and not the flesh. Your spirit, man, is full of love. It is what God dwells at. It is, what, it is God's nature in you. You have now the nature of God. Let me give you an example. In 1 Corinthians, it says, is you there? Is it there? Do you have that? Is, ah, can you put it up for me? Oh, you got it? Oh, great, great. Okay, look, is that right? Is that, let me see. La, 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 la. Yeah, love suffers long. But that word says love suffers long. It's not saying you got to bear on in there. You got to hang on in there. It's not talking about that. It says love is patient in some translation. It doesn't mean you sitting by a light and you being patient. No, it means to be consistently constant, to stay consistent. And what you are, love, means if somebody walked up and messed up with you and constantly messed up, let's say being act a fool. You at the house of being, being act crazy, and I'm putting him on the side. And he, he, you to stay being you, love. You to stay being consistent in love, and guess what? Hold no record against him. That's sometimes hard for people. People like holding records against people. And if you keep reading that, love holds no records of wrong against anybody. Oh, come on, Pastor. You got to be crazy. You got to be. That don't make sense. You mean I don't supposed to hold no evil, evil thought or negative thought towards anybody? No. Believe it or not, forgiveness erases negative memory. If you learn how to forgive and walk in who you are, you can, man, your confidence will get stronger. When they come short, you'll turn around and say, that's okay. I forgave you. You forgave me? Yes, I hold no record against you. You got to constantly tell yourself what 1 Corinthians says about you. It says this about God. It says whatever it says God, God is patient, it's talking about you too. It says God is patient. Uh, God envy not. He's not jealous. Uh, God, God trusts in all things. I mean, he sees the best in all things. How can you see the best in all things? By looking at them the way God sees them. Do you know God don't look at your weakness? He looks at you from a spiritual perspective. Love. He sees who he is in you. So when he sees you, he sees love. He'll go, oh, that's my daughter. She's patient. She's kind. That next word is kind. Kind means to be helpful with pleasure. I mean, you're helpful with pleasure. You never, you look, you always want to help somebody. But if you never tell yourself what you are in 1 Corinthians. See, in 1 Corinthians, it's telling you who God is. But in 1 John chapter 4, it says that anybody that's born of God is now, they say, now know God. Not know it, know God. Mean you have what he have to be able to do that. You're not trying to love, you are love. Everybody say that with me. I'm not trying to be loved. I am love. You just like your daddy God. Now you got to remind yourself and talk to yourself when you're doing this. Let me give you an example. I have a lot of guys at my church do some, do we not? I deal with some crazy stuff. Global impact ministry, we deal with some, I deal with some guys that slanging, some of them smoking. So you got to know how to walk in love with that. And you can't hold that against them. you got to know how to impact their lives. Love shows me how not to hold records against them, how to forgive them when they come in and they're dealing with something. And I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about rough stuff. One guy came to me one time, 
uh, he walks in, and he says, Cedric, huh? He pulls his gun out in the back. He put it on the table. He said, I'm through with this lifestyle. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where you get that gun from? He said, oh, I just had a shootout. Uh, uh, I'm just, bear with me. He said, I just had a shootout. These niggas trying to kill me. These niggas trying to kill me. And I just had a shootout with these. And he said, they trying to kill me. And I say, man, put that gun in the bag. <laughs> Wrap it up. You go, <laughs> I say, did you shoot anybody? No, I ain't, I ain't hit them. I ain't, I, I, don't, I ain't hit them. I just shot in the air. That's the kind of crazy stuff going on. I say, look here, man. It's time for you to get right with God. It's time for you to find out who you're supposed to be. This dude gives his life to God on the spot, turns around. We saw saw changing the way he thought about himself. I saw saying, hey, say this with me. I'm love. He said, I'm love. I said, say it again. I'm love. If a man don't know who he is, he's not going to know where he's going. You're not. And everything, everything in life you will be confused about. You have to know. I got to give you a. Come here. Come here. Come here right quick. Come here. Ben, can you come with me just right quick? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you're my boy. Come here. Come here. Come here. Hurry up, Ben. Here we go. A person who don't know this guy, come on, say, come on, come, come on, right here, Ben, come on, right here, yeah, right here. I know we're right. You just relax right there. Uh, if a person don't know who they are, they're not gonna know how to win all the time. They're gonna, they gonna hit and miss. When a person knows who they are, my God, they're powerful. Nobody can stop a person who knows who they are. Nobody can hinder him or slow him down. That's why Pastor, your pastor saying earlier, who I, that's my. He knows they nothing on this planet can stop me from getting where I'm going. I can overcome everything on this planet anytime I want to because I'm driven by love. I'm not driven by money. I'm not driven by success. Uh, 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 people don't drive me. My dad drives me. I move because he wants me to move. So I'm not looking to be accepted from anybody. I am accepted. I'm not looking to, for people to love me back because I'm loving on them. You can never stop me from loving you. Why? Because I'm love. I never hold records against you. Why? Because my daddy liked that. I forgive just like he forgives. Every time I do something, I see the best in people. No matter what I look, what look like in front of me, I see the best in them. This is why you have to see this way because in this world, there are people always trying to attack you. And this good-looking guy, they, I guarantee they hating on him. They don't like him because he's, he's successful, he's doing good. They, but they don't realize where he come from. So if somebody comes to Ben and say, you listen to me good, don't get offended, don't get offended, you white trailer park trash. Somebody got, I felt that in here. That got a little cold in here. Hey, look, I told you, I love y'all. I love you. I'm not trying. I love you. Don't get mad at me. But he, you get what I'm saying? Somebody say that to you. If Ben would get upset with me, look why you got your hand balled up, Ben. Loose your hand up. Okay, look, look. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's say, let's say they said that to Ben. If Ben respond in violence or anger or bitterness, Ben actually believe what they're saying. Go to him. I say, I, my son, I told him, my son when I was little, I told him, I used to teach my son when he was little so he wouldn't get moved by certain things and in life because it's not him. So I would say to my son, like I do with you, I'm going to do you. You black Sambo. You black chocolate Sambo, you. And I say, look, I say, you nigga, you. If he get moved by that, y'all, the word, <laughs> you cannot ban a word. That's the most insane, stupid. How are you going to ban the word or the N-word all over the world? That's impossible. The streets, that's all they say. 24-7. Nigga, 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 nigga. 
You can't get moved by that. If you don't know who you are, you got a problem. It's not the word that should be moving you. It's God's word should be moving you. You got to know. You got to know. You got to know who you are. You cannot be moved by that kind of stuff. You, he got to turn around and say, nah, laugh at it. My son, we laugh, laugh at it and say, I know who I am. I'm love. I'm love. That's what you're supposed to do. Not get mad. Not want to fight and get upset. You got to believe in who you really are so you can win. Because they say love never fails. Oh, that's so good. Somebody should have shout right there. Love never fails. <laughs> love always wins. Love always overcomes. That's why y'all, I, my, my wife uh, is, I don't know if they know Pastor Diddy. They do. I Pastor Diddy is wife. My wife is wife. We come up. My wife is in a church. And my wife, very, she's very confident in who she is. My wife knows how to address a crowd full of black folk. Do she not? Yes. Do you get upset sometimes? Have you ever got upset? No. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. No, I'm going to use you on the spot now. Did you ever get upset? I want them to see. Did you ever get upset? No. You never got upset? No. One time my wife was in the church. She said, look here, I'm fed up. I don't want to hear not another no person talking about they want to live on $800 a month. Oh, ain't y'all catch that. Let me go over here and talk to them over here. My wife was in church, and she's in a black church. And she say, look, hey, I'm fed up. I want no, not, not another person in this church depending on $800 a month. Oh, y'all don't know what that means. Let me help you with what that means. <laughs> Living on welfare. It's time to get out of it. Yeah. It's time to raise your thinking of how you see yourself and to see yourself the way God sees you so you can win. Because if you change the way you see yourself, my God, nobody can stop you. If you change the way you're looking at yourself, you go, oh, my goodness. Daddy, I'm just like you. You're just like me. I win like you. You win like me. Daddy, I'm just like you. Then you start saying 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You start saying that. I'm love. I'm patient. I hold no records of wrong. I'm a forgiver. You have to say it out your mouth. You can't sit there and keep it. That's why it's important for y'all, one life, to start shouting. Start declaring out your mouth when you're in service. God, I'm just like you. God, I'm just like you. Say it out loud. Ain't nobody going to, what they going to do to you? <laughs> Everybody here grown anyway, you know what I'm saying? We grown folks in here. Can you do that with me? Say, Daddy, I'm just like you. Okay, I just got to get everybody to do it with me because it just sets something free in there. Daddy, I'm just like you. He is your ultimate father. And you are like him. You move like him. You talk like him. You even look like him. And I love the way God is. I love the way you don't put your confidence on your outside. You put your confidence on your inside. A lot of people have a lot of confidence on how much. And I used to be broke. God, it's better being with money. I am, I'm going to tell you that right now. He became poor, so you become rich. I'll just say that too. He wants you to be, he wants you to be successful because love wants the best for his kids. He wants you to achieve so you can help other people. How can I do anything for the streets, which I deal with, if I don't have nothing? How in the world? Can you help me with that? Yeah, you do help me anyway. <laughs> One life helped me. Y'all do impact my life. Y'all, listen to y'all. I ain't going play no games. We ain't going to play no games. One life, y'all guys impact our lives. We wouldn't have the building because of being Pastor John. Pastor John, we have a building called Ron's House. I know I'm, y'all probably never heard. It's a building that helps people on the streets. Poor, poor guy transitioning home. It, it's not a Salvation Army, which is closed right now, but that's another story. Uh, it's a transitioning home. A transitioning home to help young guys or guys to get off the street. It's packed out. We get phone calls all over the place. All over. Lafayette, Shreveport. I say, no, I'm not doing nothing on the outside. 
we taking care of the in-house first. We taking care of Alexandria. And the only way we're going to keep impacting Alexandria, we got to keep believing who we are. We got to keep saying who we are in God and believe who we are so we can overcome and be victorious. It takes love. It takes knowing who God is to have an impact. Do you understand? I'm going to give you one more thing that I'm going to get out the way because I got to get out. It's like when you around a group of guys in here, you're around a group of guys. Let's say this, you're around a group of guys and they come in the room and a lot of them in that room is insecure. They don't, they don't know who they are. And you have the answer for them. You all love. And you show up in the room and you walk in the room and they begin to look at you funny, judge you based on your outside. They look at you and say, ah, I don't know if I accept you or not. You, you don't look the, the, the fit that I like. You don't fit the, I mean, excuse me, you don't fit the look that I like. I don't care for you, how you, 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 you where you're carrying yourself. You got to be so secure in God that you say, look here, brother, it doesn't offend me. That's one thing you learn about. The more you know who God is, the more you find out who you are, the more you get impact. Like you begin to say, look, I know who I am. I know who I am, so therefore I can have an impact on you. Quit looking for the acceptance of people. Quit looking for the acceptance of people and know that you are accepted by love, God. He loves you just like you are. Why? Because you are love. He's not looking at your shortcomings or your fault. He's looking at you just like he sees himself. People say, why, why God never quit on me? He never quits. He don't, people say, well, God, watch this, watch this, this is a good one. God, I'm going to 1 Corinthians. God, forgive me of my sins. That's, I know that's kind of hard. If it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love holds no records of wrong, kind of contradicts that. If he's holding no record of wrong, why are you asking him to forgive you? The question is not to asking him to forgive you. The, question, the statement you should be saying to him is, God, I repent. Doing it my way. <laughs> you ain't holding nothing against me. A lot of you in this room thinking God, holding, God ain't holding nothing against you. He cannot do that. He's not made that way. He cannot hold no sin against you. He cannot do that. People are holding sin or holding things against themselves. And God all alone saying, look, I forgave you of everything. You are free. No sin is over you. I'm not looking at you bad. I see nothing but good in you. Quit being hard on yourself. There's somebody in this room right now. I can smell, I can feel it. You, you're too hard on yourself. Every time you make a move, if you ain't doing it with being with excellence or perfect, you, oh, man, and you start beating yourself up. I never do nothing right. I'm always messing up. I'm always coming. You're the most negative person over your own self. Then they wonder why you're negative all the time. Because you're that way toward yourself. You don't see yourself the way God sees you. And I need you to stop doing that. I need you to see yourself like God sees you. I need you to see yourself the way he sees you. And if you do, guess what? Your attitude will change. People want to be around you. See this guy right here? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Toe up on the floor. When I met him, he was toe up on the floor. One time, Dad, I used to go and I used to go, I used to go, can I tell you, it's okay, tell I used to go in the crack house and pull him out. He'd be up in the house. Wide open, y'all. Listen to me. Smoking air. He on the couch with the head like that. I'm grabbing. I'm a little rough. I just said, bear with me. I'm grabbing that big old, I'm grabbing. Come here, Denny. It matter. Get your put up. He be high, I'll preach the high off of him. <laughs> I start talking about love. Man, it don't matter. I know you messed up. I love you. You mean a lot to me. I love you. I'm, hey, look, you, you breaking this. I would speak that before I had it. I would declare what the word said before he even manifests. I got what I said. Look at him now. 
And he, if he messes up, he know I'm there for him. That's what love do. You got to quit quitting on people when they mess up. That's not love. Love keeps going after them. Now, don't get me wrong. When they mess up, there's some discipline. You do be straight up. Do I do that, um, Diddy? Do we do that? Yes, do we act? What I told you. Did I tell you to stay out that barn? Yes, don't go back in that barn no more. Do you understand? Yes, sir. They be like, is that the pastor? Is that your pastor out here? On the <laughs> I told, and then they go, yeah, he a little, he a little crazy right now. He a little off. But they, listen, y'all, there's nothing, especially the streets. I'm called to the streets. I do a lot of impacting on the streets, a lot of rough guys I do. But you think about it. A guy that finished college in fashion design, menacing to people on the street. Never smoked crack in my life, never did drugs in my life, and God called me to do it. It's kind of like people say, I told Pastor John, do you love? Do you love, uh, do you love this? He, he had me to help me get in love with this more with pastor. I've never been in love with pastor. Never. Being around him, I fall in love with pastor. He, this dude here, Pastor Josh, I say dude, but y'all pastor, he just got an anointing for pastoring. I mean, y'all, come on, y'all, y'all can give y'all pastor a hand, something. Somebody, somebody shout, oh, I should, don't let me out shout y'all. I'm in your church and you, you come on now. Don't let me out, shout your, come on. Time I mentioned his name, y'all should have started screaming. Somebody should have took out running and jump up. <laughs> they'll wake up later, they'll wake up later. I love y'all, man. Come. Why, why? It's his love. It's who he is. He knows, hey, he knows he's like God. What you mean he's like God? I'm not saying he is God. I'm saying he's like him. He has the same nature that God has. When he became born again, he became of that nature. People think, Golly, I got to do the one more thing. I'm going to be done. Here, I'll just show one more thing. Come, 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 come quick, quick, quick. Come here. Yeah, come here, quick. Can you come help me right quick? Yes, right here. Yeah. Can you come with him? just want to show you this right quick. People don't come. Just uh, turn this way. Turn this way, Mark. You remember what I'm doing? Yes, sir. Okay. Y'all yeah. remember what I'm doing? Step right behind him. No, let's put you at the end. Let's put you at the end. Yeah, right here. Right here, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big boy right there. That's a big boy. Okay. Uh, Mark, he beating you, Mark. We have a hard time in here, huh? <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, I don't know nobody. I see why you got him on the second row, Pastor John. <laughs> they grab you, boy. Somebody getting whooped today. Okay, okay. <laughs> here we go. Now, everybody say, I am love. I am love. I'm love. I am love. Just like God. This is what you're saying. You're saying you're just like him. I got to get that negative stuff you've been seeing. You're saying, no, I'm just an old wretched sinner. I thought he said when you became born again, you became a new creature. You was an old wretched sinner. You knew now. Your nature has changed. What you're dealing with now is called your flesh. That's why you got to have confidence in love. You got to have confidence in what he made you. This is your flesh. Everybody say flesh. flesh. Say it again. Flesh. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You can shout it out. Somebody can. So one person shout it out. Flesh out loud. Flesh. There you go. Thank y'all. Now they have flesh. There you go. Okay. Everybody say soul. soul. Everybody say soul. Oh. Heart. Heart. Spirit man. Mm. Your God, your God, when you became born again, he did not live in your flesh. He did not live in your, he renewed this. The soul, the soul is your mind, will, and emotion. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. He didn't, he, look, he renewed that, but he didn't dwell there. What he dwelled was not, look here, this is your heart. No, let me move too fast. This is your heart. Your heart is your decision maker. Remember it says Romans 10, 9, if anybody confess and believe in their heart 
you shall be saved. Your heart makes the, the decision to get to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But this ain't it. Look, that ain't it. He still don't make that door. He don't dwell. This is your spirit, man. This is where he dwells at. This is when your nature changed, your spirit. This is where you've been changed. You have to renew this and this. And you have to keep this on a, right. You have to check this because this wars against your spirit. This flesh wants to tell you when to go. Ain't it okay, man, to go out to the, we're going to go out to the bar right now, and we're going to get about a good case of beer, and we're going to be sloppy drunk. That's your flesh. Boy, that got quiet in here. Dang, did I say something wrong? Okay. All right. <laughs> Leave that alone. Leave that alone. <laughs> okay. This is, your, this is your soul. Your soul is your mind willing to move. The enemy is always trying to get you to doubt who you are. Love. So he's constantly telling you you ain't nothing. You'll never be nothing. You can't do that. You can't accomplish that. He's always hitting the flesh so he can hit the soulless realm, your mind, so he can get in your mind, so you can put that stuff inside of your heart. Because if I can get it in your heart, you're going to do it. You understand? But I got to get in your heart. I have to affect your soulless realm, your mind, will, and emotions. I have to get to here. And the key thing is, that's why it's so important for you to be renewing your mind in the Word, with knowledge, with God. Talking to him. Let, let him talk back to you. He said, my sheep hears my voice, and they don't follow a stranger. You can hear. Don't, don't doubt. Quit doubting what you have. Quit saying, I can't hear him. Yes, you can. Stop saying that. You'll hear him speak to you. Stop saying, I can't hear him. Stop saying, I can hear God. He speaks to me. I can hear his voice. And when he starts speaking to you, renew your soul. It gets in your heart. Then your spirit, man, begins to dominate. Spin around, guys. Spin around. This is how you're supposed to live. Not by the flesh, but by the spirit. Your spirit man is, should be the one that's controlling this system. And how you let your spirit man run it? By reminding yourself of who you are in God. Love. If you tell yourself, I am love, I am agape, you have to wake up in the morning. You know what I do with my, my, I have a girl, she's getting big now. But when she was little, I used to look at her, I said, tell me who you are. She said, dad, again? I said, yes. She said, I'm love. I said, no, you ain't. You're a mixed girl. You ain't no love. You mix. You're yellow bone. Or you're mixed breed. You're, I say all kind of names to attack her. Some people say, Seth, why you do that to a young? Because I'm teaching her how to be strong and not, how to take God's word and apply it in her life. She said, no, I'm love. My confidence comes in, in who God is. And that what, that's who made me what I am. She said, I'm love just like him. So when she get attacked on the outside, because sometimes people think my daughter's a very beautiful girl. My daughter's like gorgeous, and she's six-something. She could be a model. She's a beautiful girl. But people think because you're beautiful, you don't deal with attacks. That's a lot of hate comes with that. The more attractive you are, it seems like people say, oh, you get your way. No, don't believe all that hype. She has to really know who she is because that's a lot of hate going on from both sides. You got men that try to talk, you know, how men be doing, young ladies. Can I take you out tonight? You know, we can go out for dinner. Oh, and you know they, uh, they motives is not love, it's hate. It's selfish, and they try to talk again. My daughter, shut that down. Nah, you got the wrong one. How can she do that? She believing. She knows her value. She knows she's loved. When a person knows who they are, I keep drilling it in you, they can handle pressure. Remember, love endures. Love endures. Love handle pressure. It bears all things. It can handle anything that comes its way. My daughter can handle it. I'm, I'm drilling it in her. I'm drilling it in her. Now, now look, before we go. If you do that, if you move in a place that you have love dominating your spirit, 
follow me, follow me. Come on, come walk with me. All y'all, walk, with, walk behind big man. Walk behind big man. Walk behind big man. This is how you live your life. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. If love dominates, stay straight, stay straight. If love dominates, that's how you're going to move. Your spirit is going to control this system. People always say, y'all, let me say this with you. I'm with you now. I'm definitely get. They say drugs is a problem here in Ellison. They say alcohol, uh, 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 pills is the problem. No, no, it's not. It's only the leaves. It's like going to a tree and looking at leaves to me. I look, the root is insecurity, not knowing who they are. And I don't care if you have money. My father-in-law, very wealthy guy, very wealthy guy. Uh, we, I usually, when I was young, bear with me. Don't be don't hold this against me. Don't remember this, Pastor. I used to say to my, my father, I think you heard me say, I'm a self-made millionaire. I used to confess. What you say out your mouth, you can have. And I would say, I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a self-made millionaire. My father-in-law came up to me and said, you know, that's about the little short guy, y'all. He came from the trailer park and became the, one of the richest men in Garden City, Kansas. Built majority, 80% of the city. He come to me, he pulled me aside, and he was a feisty, feisty something. And I was young. I was just getting saved. He pulled me over. He was like 78 years old. He said, come here, come here. I'm like a puppet dog around him too, y'all. I'm like, he's like this. I'm looking, but he, but he made me like this. You know what I'm saying? I run up to him, and I say, yes, sir. He said, don't you ever say nothing that crazy. Ain't no such thing as a self-made millionaire. You're nobody make it on their own. Everybody has somebody to help them. I was shocked. As a young kid, I ain't never heard nobody tell me that. I thought everybody, all these people doing things, did it on their own. You cannot do anything on your own. You need people in your life to remind you of who you are when you're at your weakness, when you're at your lows. You need them to turn around and say, look here, I'm reminding you, you're, like, you're just like your daddy God. You love. Don't you back off it. Don't you get off it. You got to speak. Wives, speaking to your husband. When you see him weak, he get off work, you can tell something about it. Walk up to him. You never know what he's doing. Some, some girl may came in a skirt way up to the top, 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 and she may came up to him, and, you know, I can do better for you, and you so busy. I don't know what. You got to pull down. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Love on the scene. Look here, honey. You the one. I love how you work hard. You the best thing on, the, on that job. When I see you come through the house, oh, my God. I see God. He go from like this. Yeah, yeah. You right. I'm just like my daddy. Yeah, that's right. A few minutes ago, he was all, his head was down. You can speak the same vice versa. When you see your wife, she may be not feeling good. She may just had a baby. Love knows not to be self. Honey, you cooked anything? Why we ain't got nothing cooked? We need something cooked in it. When you ain't cooked, and she may be struggling with herself. You can pull back and say, wait a minute, let me calm down. Let me not be led by my flesh, but be led by the spirit. Love. Honey, you okay? Everything okay? Look here, I'll tell you, I'm telling you, you, you're, you're an awesome wife. I, man, you know how to love your kids. I like the way you do things, honey. You start speaking life into them. Love speaks life. You start reminding her, look here, look here, look here. Uh, you can handle any kind of pressure come your way. All these kids, and then dealing with me? Honey, you the, you the best. Man, she said, oh, my baby. My sweetie. That's food burning, food burning now. <laughs> oh, that's another story. That's another story. Remember this, and I know we got to go. What time is it now? Yeah, what time is it, pal? Okay, great. Okay. I want to, before we leave, thank you, guys. Let me do this right quick before we go. I, I, thank you. Thank you.
I feel like I'm rushing. I do. I really do. I'm supposed to be at my church. I know they're going to be looking for it, so I'm kind of thinking what I'm doing. But I want to share some guys with you. And, I, and if you don't mind, I want to just tell you this. Everyone in this room, remind yourself of who you are. Know your identity. Know God's identity so you can know your identity. So you can have the right thing driving you. Sometimes we want to know about all this other stuff, and we're not driven by the right thing of who we are. We're not driven by real love. Because uh, it is what's going to keep you your peace at night, your hope, your relationships together. The, the biggest reason why divorces is big right now because they don't understand who they are. The reason why people are having divorces left and right is because it should never be not one divorce. How do you say that, Cedric? That's, that's, that's insane. Cedric, that's crazy. If you stay in walking in real love, it holds no records of wrong. So what are you basing your divorce on? Oh, what she did or what he did? Wait a minute. I thought you supposed to be not holding the record of wrong. If you're not, then why are we having a divorce? You have divorces because people can't let go of the record of wrong that was done to them. And the reason why they're not letting it go because they're letting their flesh control instead of the real person control. Real love always, always forgive. And if you're in this room and you've been dealing with hate, which I don't like to hit on so much, but if you've been dealing with hate, bitterness in your heart, you just, ugh, you can't forgive some, somebody in your life. And that's just been one of the things you've been trying to overcome and get out your heart. You say, man, it may be somebody close to you. And you say, man, but I tried. He just can't. He just don't want to listen. She just don't want to listen. No, that's not the problem. The problem is you not believing who dad say you are, a forgiver. It's time for you to let that stuff go. It's time for you to say, hey, I forgive that person. It's time for you to say, look, I'm love, and I hold no record against that person. It's time for you to say, I see the best in that person, even when they're doing crazy stuff in front of me. I still see the best. And you may be in your relationship right now, dealing with things right now in your relationship. It's, whew. Let me tell you, black folk don't hide nothing. You go to church, it's all out there. <laughs> they be all over. They be, Pastor, she did this, Pastor. And you be, can't even get to the back room yet to talk privately. They already discussing it. <laughs> I love, I love my brother, the, the, the white church. I love him. People say, well, there's no Yes, it is. Don't be, it's a different. Look, I love the white culture. I love it. Y'all got some benefits that I love. <laughs> I mean, that right? Father John know I love when he comes and talks. Oh, I just love it. Y'all have uniqueness about you. I learn from you guys. I look at you and I go, man, I like that. I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for uh, my white Christian brother who spent time with me to teach me. Being straight away. They took time out and loved on me. You can never, my, my grandfather was white. You can never say to me, about, that's why I say watch out what's in around this world that's giving a false image. That's not true. We are more together now than ever before in this country. We are more united together now more than anything in this country. Whatever you're watching on TV, listen, you need, to, you need to kill that. That's not true. Love is on the scene. Love is conquering. Love is ruling. Love is reigning. Stop listening to that crazy stuff. That's not true. TV will make you, it's a setup. It's to deceive you. Man, that's why some of the guys on the street say, what they be talking about on TV? They be sitting there with each other on, <laughs> with it, and the dudes that with him, yeah, man, I know they be tripping, and he white. Yeah. <laughs> it's something going on, and it has nothing. That, it's a setup to get you to think something that's not true. We're more united than ever before because of love. We love each other. 
We're not judging each other based on the color of your skin. We're we loving each other based on who you are in Christ. That means, guess what? Even in your weakness, I'm going to still see you right. Even when you mess up, I'm going to still see you the way God sees you. Guess what? Because I keep on loving on you. That's why we're having such an impact on the street. This street, this city belongs to God. Alexandra Pineville belongs to God. Amen? Amen. We have confidence in God's love. And man, it's such an honor to be with you guys, to be open with you guys, to feel like I'm at home. And uh, I, I just love you guys, man. Y'all are just beautiful. This place is beautiful. Y'all are just beautiful people. You know what I'm saying? They really are. I love to see how, and you know, the couples together, married couples, husbands, men with their wives. I love that kind of stuff. Pastor, why you say that? Did that stand out for you? Yeah, it stand out for me. Sometimes I don't see it a lot. And when I come here and I see it, it gives me hope. When I come here, I see men with their wives in church representing God, how to be a leader. And then I see the wives in there showing, hey, we run that thing. <laughs> we know men. We know who run that thing. I'm just, but uh, I just want to tell you thanks so much for having me here. Uh, thank you so much for being, you know, opening your hearts up to me and receiving me, even though I know some things are kind of rough. Same, but I know you can understand what I'm, I'm coming at. But be praying for Global Impact Ministry as we keep hitting the streets, taking over the streets, impacting lives. And also pray for Pastor Joss as he speak into, a, they, you know, into my men's lives, taking them to another level and they walk with God. You can't stay in the, you can't stay in the projects and, and change your mindset. I was just telling Ben about this. You have to elevate. And sometimes people who's not in that situation can come and help them elevate. that make any sense? Where you can't, they can. Oh, I feel that about Pastor John. He can come in and say something. They say, what? They listen. They listen more than Pastor John because he's Caucasian. He's white. They say, man, I, what are you doing down here? He ain't even scared of us. He not even moving. Look at this dude, man. Ain't he a country boy? He know I was messing up. I told him, country boys don't play. Country boys don't play. I'm telling you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. 